everyone, and welcome to the Esthetician Lounge podcast. I'm James, super senior host, and today I'm with Josie Labrum. She was a former student here just a few months ago. She graduated back in April, and she's joining me today. We're kind of talking about what's it like outside of school right after graduation, because a lot of people, you go to school, you kind of have these expectations, right, Josie? Yeah, for sure. Where you're like, this is how it's going to go. I'm going to get the perfect job. I'm going to have the perfect clientele. <laughs> doesn't happen. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It doesn't happen the way you think it does. Mm-hmm. And so here's a little reality check. We're, we're going to check in right now and, and just talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, some people have great connections, and that's awesome, and that can get you places. But some of us, we're, you know, we're moving to the great state of Utah on our own, and we're starting fresh. And so Josie's going to talk to us about her experience. But Josie, first introduce yourself. What are you doing now, post-graduation? Tell us. Okay, so, yeah, my name's Josie. I am working at the Mint Facial Bar in Med Spa. I'm working at the Lehigh location, and I've been doing that for about four months now. So, yeah, it's been super fun. I just do, like, facials, lasers, some lash services, but, so, yeah. You kind of do it all, is what it sounds like. (laughs) Not everything. We don't do body waxing, which is heaven bless. Good thing I don't want to do that, but... That is nice, Mm -hmm. but you have, like, the lasers, the radio frequency. Yes. You guys do... Like the RF microneedling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also called like Morpheus, if you've heard okay, of it. Okay. Yeah, it's just like the microneedling and radio frequency, which has been super fun to learn. It's been awesome. That's something I want to dive into. Mm-hmm. It sounds cool. I know. Painful, I want, but... <laughs> yeah, I want to get it done, but I'm just like too scared. Like it's, <laughs> it freaks me out, but. Yeah, still crazy results is what mm-hmm, I've heard. For sure. Okay, first thing, back in school, what was like your favorite thing in school or maybe even your favorite thing about school? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, school is like really intimidating, I feel like at the beginning. Yeah. And I remember thinking about taking clients like that was so scary to me. I remember the first client I had, like, I felt like I was going to throw up. I was like, this is terrifying. But it ended up being like my favorite thing about school. Like I loved taking care of clients and doing massages, like just everything about that. It felt like the real world. And I feel like I was really able to make it seem the industry, you know, like, and I loved yeah. learning and stuff, but when it all comes together, like when you're actually met with someone who's a stranger, it kind of hits you and you're like, okay, yeah, like you have to, <laughs> you really have to like remember what you've learned and everything. So I really liked that. Like towards the end, it was, I really enjoyed the days that were spa days were my favorite for sure. I agree. Spa mm-hmm. days were fun. I, yeah. I think I was, I was very antsy to get yes. into the spa. I remember like the first few months you're not quite in the spa, you're just learning the basics. Mm-hmm. And I was like it's almost like put me in coach. I'm I ready. <laughs> no, and then when so it true. hit I was like, oh man. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean Akitia does a good job where like usually yeah. the first week in spa you're shadowing like other estheticians mm-hmm. in school that have been in spa for a while. Yeah. Or you can bring in family members, which I think is a great transition. Yeah. Getting like someone you're comfortable with and being yeah. like Here's a practice round mm-hmm. in the spa. Yeah. I agree. Once you get the hang of it, you're just like, I love spa days. It's fun. It's chill. It's yeah. a great way to practice. And mm-hmm. it's awesome. Okay. Another question. What was something you wish you learned in school? Or well, let's start there. Let's start okay. there. Was there anything you wish you learned in school that you didn't learn? In school, when like clients come and things, um, usually they're not 
I don't know, they're not looking for like a long-term place. Like some of them mm. have gotten gift cards. Yeah, same thing, like family members come in. And so you're really not getting like dedicated clients, I would say. Yeah. And when uh, I noticed a huge difference, like when I started working is clients are coming to you every single month, you know, and they're wanting products and they're wanting your recommendations. And so I feel like that was something that I didn't learn fully in school is like really how to work with clients, oh. like within treatments, you know? Yeah. And so now I feel like I've, been working really hard on like consultations and things like that like trying to gauge what their facial history is like their medical history if they have products at home what are the products are they opening to like all these things come yeah. into play and so it can make a big difference yes okay I know exactly mm-hmm. what you're talking about it's almost like I'm gonna almost put it under like time management yes because it's like someone comes in for facial and you have one hour to get the yes. facial. And that hour includes your consultation, mm-hmm. your cleanup slash like room flip, service itself. Mm-hmm. So you need, it's like you have to like learn to kind of, okay, five minutes I'm going to be spending letting them change slash like a little bit of consultation. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to do more consultation while we're cleansing. Yes. And then, you know, we're going to talk about it, but then you've got to be careful too. Cause then there's some people that you're like, they just got a gift card and they're here to relax. Yeah. And they don't want to be ta- like spoken to. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's learning how to like, almost a vibe check yes and then figuring out what what do you want Mm -hmm. out of this yeah service yeah have you figured out kind of like that key of like figuring out who wants to come long term and then who wants to just like come for relaxation have you figured out something yeah I I feel it's really hard though I totally get it like and trying to condense that time into like that hour 45 minutes it is stressful yeah And, but yeah, I definitely say like asking their main concerns and like what they want to see change in their skin. Cause I feel like I'll I'll have some people who are like, oh yeah, I have, I've had melasma for five years. I have this pigmentation. I have acne, whatever. And then there's other people who are like, oh, you know, just brighter. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, well. I'm like, do you have any skin concerns? Yeah. No. Yeah. What the? (laughs) Me and you are different. (laughs) I know. Why why are you here then? But yeah, so I feel like that really helps you gauge like what they're trying to like expect from that. Yeah. Because I feel like expectations are super important too because, you know, you'll have a client come in and they're expecting all their wrinkles to be gone, you know, and you can't do that. And so I feel like communicating those expectations as well is really important. What are you wanting to get out of this? Like maybe you'll notice that like their acne is bad, but they're focused on like the redness that comes from it, you know? And so you really just have to like gauge, at least that's what I've learned, like gauge really how they're feeling, you know? Yeah. I think you brought up a key thing, like Mm -hmm. focus on one concern at a time. Yeah. Because people come in and they'll be like this, 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 this. And it's like, if you treat all of that, you're probably going to maybe even overwhelm their skin. Yeah. Like lots of like modalities treat multiple concerns or lots of like serums and stuff. Yeah. But sometimes it's almost better to like, okay, let's work on redness. Mm -hmm. Okay. We've got that redness and inflammation down. Let's work on the acne now. Yeah. Okay. We've got that acne down. Let's work on that like post-inflammatory pigmentation. Mm -hmm. Like kind of. Making a treatment plan. Yeah. Because it's like, I think that's the thing people don't realize about skincare. Mm-hmm. If you go to the doctor, you have a treatment plan if you're working on something. Yeah. If you're coming to us as estheticians, we're creating a treatment plan for mm-hmm. you. Like, it's not a one and done facial. It's yeah. a series. That's where you're going to see your best results. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think there there are a lot of clients who come in and they expect that. You know, they, yeah. they put that trust in you and you have to know what treatments are going to be best and what products are going to be best, you know? And so I think... Like, that's been hard, too. Like, making sure that I trust myself and I know the treatments back, like, inside and out. And so, like, I can really give them what they need, like, for their skin. So, yeah. Yes, I agree. Is there something new that you've learned since being out of school that you really enjoy? Oh, 
I feel like in school, there's a lot of things that you can and can't do. And like when you're first, you know, trying out things, like especially in school, something like dermaplaning, yeah. like we're not allowed to do chemical peels on top of dermaplaning um, in school, which totally makes sense because yeah. you're in school. But outside of school, that's something that happens every day, you know? And so <laughs> yeah. there were a lot of things like that where I just had to like learn super quick and that I had to learn a lot from like my coworkers, like all of my coworkers were from different schools. Like, I think there was one girl who went to Acadia, like they all learn differently, you know, and it's all the same treatments, but everyone does it a little different. And so being open and like seeing other people, how they do that, like certain treatments and stuff. And so I feel like I've just been like trying to be like a sponge, you know, yes. like try to figure <laughs> out everything. Cause I feel like I'm so new to this industry where I'm like, I give me all of it. Like I want to yes. see everything. So yeah, I feel that same way where I'm just like, I want it all. I know. But then my time frame is like, you can't have that. Yeah. So settle down. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. I feel like there's just a million new things you learn outside of school. Like it just completely changes, which is awesome, but it yes. is, it can be scary for yeah. sure. And I think at school, too, people get worked up where they're like, I haven't perfected this. Yeah. And that's something to know, like, you won't. Like, mm-hmm. school, we're giving you the basics. Yeah. Or you're learning the basics. And then when you get outside, you get to build on it. Mm-hmm. And you get to, like, almost pick and choose, like, what do you want to dive into more, you know? Yeah. And that's what's kind of fun about it. But then that's also what's a little scary and intimidating. Yeah. And I feel like, like, going out of school, I was a lot more confident because I'm, like, you know, just barely graduated. Yeah. I feel like I know everything. And then you start a new job and you're like, I don't know anything. Like, I don't know how to do this. And you have to just like start from the ground up again. And so I feel like I've just learned how big this industry is. And there's so much I need to learn. Yes. You know? It's kind of like, because you went to college for a few mm-hmm. semesters. Yeah. It's kind of like when you're in high school and you're like, yes. I know everything. I'm on top of the world. Put, <laughs> yeah. put me out there. A senior. You're yeah. like, <laughs> And then you get to college and you're like, I know nothing, mom. Yeah, you're like, help. help. I don't yeah. have a spatula. Yes. I, need, I, need, I need your help here. How do you boil water again? Yes, it's so true. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the other big topic, speaking of when, you know, you're at the end of schooling, mm-hmm. is those tests. I don't yeah. think, you know, if you're listening and you're not an esthetician student, we are required to take two tests. One is a practical test and one is a written test. And these are like state board ones. We go to a place where we take them. And one's more of, like, a hands-on to make sure we're, like, being cleanly and safe with everything. And the other one is a written one, and it's, like, testing our knowledge and stuff. Mm-hmm. What's your advice for students that are getting ready to take those on, like, how to do well on those tests? Yeah. Well, I think you definitely have to take them, like, separately. Yes. Like, the practical is so different from yeah. the written. And so focusing on one at a time, like, I had mine scheduled for, I think, like, a month apart or like a few weeks apart. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that was really helpful for at least me because I was able to focus on one and then focus on the other. Um, But yeah, I think talking about like the written, the written is just like a final in a class, you know, it's about everything that you've learned so far. And so I feel like if you're not focusing on the test during school, it can be really hard to study at the end of school, Yeah, you know? And so I feel like the tests, like, cause you have blocks in school, you know, and you take tests along the way, you know, like yes. any school. And so like making sure that I knew the information, like which each test I feel like really helped me for the written just because then I didn't have to study like everything, you know, and it was really yes. stressful. And so I feel like making sure like throughout school that you're like making sure you're learning everything. And even if the tests are short or they seem like they have a couple weird questions, like some of those weird questions can be on yeah. there and, you know, <laughs> and a lot of the stuff comes up and you're like, oh, I remember talking about that yeah. like months ago. And so, yeah. 
they're because it's like any state board mm-hmm. test if you've ever taken one with whatever affiliation of licensing you're going into yeah. they're trying to trick you and mm-hmm. it's it's evil yeah it's <laughs> but, so true you know they're they're trying to get you and so mm-hmm. those weird questions that like i remember being in school and like getting weird questions and i was like this is so dumb like I know. what kind of who wrote this test yeah. and then you take the state board and it's like this is dumb. I know. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so true. But now it's making sense why some of my test questions were weird. In yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which it's like, it is the worst, but it's just how you get your license, yeah. you know? It's, but yeah, it's the true. process. Mm-hmm. Whoever, whoever created it, I want, I want to talk to you. You're, I know. You're next on this. But. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, for like the practical portion, the hands-on portion, like you get the kit, right? And so everything yeah. like comes in it to practice. Bless my cute husband. Like he would, he would stay with me. And Shout like, out to Adam. I know. Gotta love Adam. Um, but he would, cause you get like a paper of exactly what to do and he would hold the paper and I would do a section and then he'd be like, okay, you forgot, you forgot to sanitize. You forgot to pull it this way, close it this way. And I was like, okay, got it. And then we would just go over it over and over and over. And it's really just that repetition. It like is. honestly with that one, there's, you just, that's it. You yeah. know, you just gotta keep doing it. And I think mm-hmm. like take advantage of your time here at school yeah like but when it's hard like going back to you know starting from the beginning to study for this test mm-hmm. when you're in like the end of your months you almost have kind of a clientele yeah and also it's true. you're passed off on everything mm-hmm. so you're kind of busy in spa sometimes yeah and it's easy for girls that aren't busy in spa like we had peers that would just be on their phone they yeah. wouldn't do anything I'm like take advantage of your time like practice for the test study for the test like yeah be applying for jobs, yes, whatever it is. Yes, like use that time because mm-hmm. no one wants to do it outside of school. Like you're yeah. already you're at school for eight hours a day. You oh, don't. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. The last thing you want to do is go home and study. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So when we were in school, you had like a job lined up, basically, <laughs> which was awesome because I think when you're in school, you think that will happen, mm-hmm. but it's especially in Utah County yeah. or Salt Lake County, it's a little difficult. There's mm-hmm you know, lots of people that go into this profession. Yeah. And you had a job lined up. Do you have advice for people that are, like, starting to graduate or maybe have already graduated and how Mm -hmm. they can find those jobs? Yeah, yeah. Well, and I was very scared, like, to (laughs) find a job. Like, it's scary, especially when you're finishing school. You're like, okay, this is where I'm supposed to be getting a job, you know? And so I feel like I used – a lot of different resources in it. Like towards the end of school, I was really perfecting my resume and I would go and give it to different instructors and have them look over it. And like one specific instructor, she was a manager at a spa nearby and she would go through resumes and hire people. And so she would tell me, she's like, no, this really wouldn't stand out or this is what you need to say. Or, like, things like adding your picture, things like that, like, really, really helped. And so I feel like I got the resume together and I also did a cover letter for everywhere that I applied to. Um, and I feel like that also helped. And then I got some recommendation letters from a couple people. Um, and just all of that combined just puts that extra edge, you know? Yeah. And so they're like, the employers are a little bit more inclined to like, look at yours because I think that's a scary thing. Like looking on indeed, you can see like 70, 80, a yeah. hundred people have applied for the job and you're like, why are they going to choose me? You know? Yes. And so you have to like have that edge. Um, and so, yeah, I would, I think it was about like the last month-ish of school. I started applying like probably two weeks because you don't want to apply too early, you know, but yeah, so I started applying and I would, um, 
like email them or whatever I would apply online. And then I also would go into the like spa or whatever it was and hand them my resume, my cover letter and all whatever, like yes. everything together. And that's how I ended up like getting the job I'm at now because the day that I went to go drop it off, um, they were having interviews that day and they just asked, they had an extra time. So they were like, do you want to have an interview? Oh, that's so awesome. So yeah, I got <laughs> very, very lucky. And so it like, I was, I'm very grateful for that, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what would have happened if I wouldn't have gone in that day. Cause after that they were done doing interviews, you know? Yes. And so I feel like there was a couple girls like who would just apply online and they're like, Oh, I don't know why no one's talking. Like yeah. I haven't gotten anything, but it's hard. Cause you really have to go like that distance and you have to go talk to the receptionist. You have to call them like every week, like making sure. And it is like kind of a pain. I'll admit like I, it was a pain to find a job, you know? Yes. But yeah. So I feel like those really helped me in like getting the job on that now. So. And I think that shows for you, like your character, like you're a hard worker and you put forth that effort mm -hmm. to find like the right job for yeah. you. So yeah, I, I think that's good advice. Mm -hmm. What advice would you give to current students right now? Like if you could tell a class, you walk into any class, what advice would you give to them? Oh man. That's a big question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I remember like going through school and it's, it's a lot, like yeah. it is overwhelming. It's like at the time I was working in the morning and then I was going to school in the afternoons. So I was basically doing like 12 hours a day every yeah, day, you, you know, we're busy. No, like it, <laughs> people yeah. didn't understand. Josie had it together. Like, no, no, it was all falling apart. It really was. But yeah. And the same thing, like I had girls, you know, like everyone's coming from different perspectives too. Like yeah. some people were right out of high school. Some people like you, like had come from a university yeah. or I had girls in my night class who had like a bunch of kids at home yes. and they would come there at night or they worked at like at a hospital as a receptionist and then would come at night, you know? Yeah. And so uh, I think that like, no matter where you're at, like you can do it, you know, and you really can like put in the effort because even though you're busy or you've got a lot of things going on, like you can still work hard. And I think it's really like, I look back at the time and I'm really proud of myself for like doing all of it. And I definitely don't want to do that again, you know, <laughs> like go 12 hours all the time. But I feel like I learned so much and I grew as a person through school as well. Um, so yeah, I definitely say like, just keep going, you know, you're doing great. You got this, like keep putting in that effort. And I know that you guys kind of talked about all like this already on the podcast, but kind of just you, you know, what you put in is what you get out. Yeah. You know, that's so true. Like if you're going to not participate, like not take clients, then you're not going to get a great experience, you know? Yeah. But if you are, you know, participating, if you're taking extra clients, if you're on the honor program, whatever it is, like you get so much out of it. And so it's, I love Acadia for that. Like you really have that opportunity. Like the opportunities are there and it's just you who needs to go like get them, you know? Yes. No, that is my favorite part is mm -hmm. that there's so many opportunities here for you to like, yeah. like you said, take extra clients. Yeah. You know, go help out in the injection room. Mm -hmm. um, just like there's so many things you can do, Yeah. but it's up to you as an individual to take yeah. initiative. And I think if you do, that shows for yourself yeah. and that helps us as like teachers and faculty mm -hmm. to support you when you go out into the world and like apply for jobs. We're like, yeah, she was the one that was in the injection room every Thursday. Yeah. She was the one that was, had everything lined up and I didn't have to like be like, do you, do you have your model? She was the one where she could be in a treatment room and I wasn't worried. Yeah. So it speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. No, it really does. 
Okay, so now some fun questions, mm-hmm. just because. Do you have a favorite skincare product currently, or an obsession of one? It's hard to choose one. That is so hard. But you get one for the rest of your life. Just kidding. One? No. No, I can't. <laughs> I'm I can't. Oh, man. I, so at the spa I'm at now, we work with a skin skin line called SkinCeuticals. I know a lot yeah. of people are familiar with it, but we, I didn't work with it in Acadia. So I've been like really studying about like this one and like trying all their products. And honestly, it is such a good line. Like I have fell in love with so many of their products. And so I would definitely say my favorites are like their serums right now. And that is so big, but <laughs> like their vitamin C it's, it's the best on the market. Like it really, it really is. Like it is amazing. And I think like the products that show the biggest difference, like it's so refreshing knowing that I can give someone a product and be like, yes, you are going to see difference like from this product. And specifically there's one, I would say this is my favorite right now, but it's called like discoloration defense. Like I use it because I have like a lot of pigment and it's really helped like lighten it and things like that. But anyway, so that's my holy grail right now. I I guess tried skin Mm -hmm. And so man, I think you just like piqued my interest and now I do. I'll bring you some. <laughs> yes, I'll bring please you some. do. I want to yeah. try it. Yeah. Okay. And then we like to ask questions, you know, listener stories. Mm-hmm. And one of our recent ones is what's your biggest treatment room mistake? Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'll share one. Mm-hmm. I, I can't tell you how many times I've done this. I, okay. Just like a few, like I can count on the hand, but I go to like sit down in my chair you know, I'll get up to like either grab a towel and I'll miss the chair. Oh, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, then you're like, <laughs> or I'll drop like a cap or something. It's dead quiet. And then all of oh a sudden you just like hear, okay, yeah, there's so yes, many, you so know, many. I feel like there's just little things like I'll do. Like I remember the other day, like I was massaging and I was just like zoning out, you know, and I remember I like accidentally like put my finger in her mouth and I was like I'm so sorry like because I was just like out like out of my head and so things like that like happen all the time oh yeah and so it's just like you know you just have to roll with the punches honestly and whatever happens happens that my very first facial I gave in school I did mm-hmm. that I was like cleansing and I had watched videos and so yeah. I was like I am ready for this moment I'm gonna give like 10 out of 10 like my very first facial yeah I go and I just like my one finger I shove it right up her mouth oh my and God. I was just like, oh my, that was so humbling. Like, yeah, yeah, it's so, <laughs> so it happens, true. It mm-hmm. happens, but it's fun, you know, yeah. make for good stories. It's true. I wish I had better ones. I'll have to mess up more. No, have to <laughs> I'm just kidding. More. Yeah, come in next week and tell us. Yeah, seriously. Perfect. Well, thanks so much, Josie, for joining us. I, I appreciate that. And I feel like we learned a lot. Uh, our next listener stories that you guys can participate is is we want to hear your favorite and least favorite skincare products. So tell us the good, tell us the bad. You can email us those at podcast at acadia.com. And you can also email or DM us any questions you have. That's all for now, guys. Have a great night. <laughs>